Hi, everybody. This is Laura, and I am the Social Work Academic Advisor here in the Chachi Advising Center. Welcome back to our Chachi Connect podcast, where we are working to advise, mentor, and network with all the members of our college. I am so excited to be here today with our special guest, Dr. Sally Pallan. Uh, Dr. Pallan is the director of our BSW program here at Grand Valley. You know, hopefully through our conversation today, you can learn a little bit more about our BSW major and really, you know, what you could maybe do with this degree. So I want to just thank Dr. Pallan for being here today. Um, Would you mind just starting off by introducing yourself, telling us more about your professional background and how long you've been here at Grand Valley? Sure, Um, but let me preface that by saying thank you. Appreciate the invitation, and I'm uh, happy and looking forward to talking a bit more today about our BSW program. Um, I did most of my clinical social work in hospice and end-of-life care. Um, I was a social worker, I was a bereavement counselor, I was a clinical manager, and um, I really enjoyed that work. I, I found it to be incredibly meaningful and shaped a lot of who I am and how I see the world. Um, while I was working, I was doing a fair amount of adjuncting both at Grand Valley and at Hope College. So I've been adjuncting at um, Grand Valley since 2013 and then was hired full-time in 2014. So full-time for the last eight years. Wow, that is a long time. Well, we are so glad to have you here, and I know you know our students are in great hands with you as the BSW director. Um, just a couple of things that I want to ask first. The social work program here is secondary admit, so could you maybe explain what that means and what are the requirements to get into the social work program? Sure. Um, a secondary admission simply means that instead of simply declaring a major, as most students are able to do, um, that you're required as a as a, someone who wants to pursue a BSW to apply to the position or apply to the program. So what that means is um, students who are interested in earning a BSW apply online for candidacy um, during the January of their sophomore year. Um, it requires that they um, complete an application process that includes um, a bit of a personal statement about their interest in and suitability for social work. Um, And we also have a minimum cumulative GPA of 2.5 that we take into consideration. And then as you well know, Laura, there's a a list of uh, pre-candidacy courses that uh, pre-social workers are uh, required to have. So it's basically those three things, uh, GPA, the personal statement, um, and then completing the required uh, pre-candidacy courses. Students who are admitted then start the program in the fall of their junior year. Some, yeah, so if you ever need help, anybody listening to get those candidacy courses in before you start the program, come stop by the Advising Center. Just a little plug there for sure. Um, I know our social work program is you know, really unique here, so why might somebody want to study social work instead of maybe other social science majors? That's a great question and one we hear from students often and I think there's probably two major things that are uh, for me the defining factor in terms of choosing social work as a degree. Um, The first one is it's incredibly broad. There's so many things that a student can do with a BSW degree. They can hit the ground running um, as soon as they graduate with with their undergraduate social work degree. Um, in a lot of different fields. Um, So I think that's appealing um, and perhaps sets us apart from other uh, majors. 
the other thing is social work is very focused on social justice and advocacy issues. And I know many students are um, concerned about and interested in some of the challenges that our society is facing. Um, and social work is a degree that inspires students and equips them to, to uh, advocate for those kinds of things, uh, to make a difference in a hurting world. And so I think those are the two things that perhaps set social work apart from some of the other social science degrees. Yeah, definitely. I know something else that is really significant within the social work major is the internship component. So um, could you maybe talk a little bit about the requirement of an internship and what that might look like for students? Sure. Um, part of um, getting your BSW uh, at our school and at any other that is accredited um, is that you need to complete uh, two semesters or about 420 hours of an internship or a field placement. Um, that figures to be about 210 hours per semester, um, about 14 to 15 hours per week. And uh, BSW students complete that in, the, in their senior year. So um, a lot of the work that they're doing in the fall and winter of their senior year uh, is doing their field placement. Um, they apply for that in the fall of their junior year, and we walk students through that and help them um, complete the application. Um, students are able to indicate uh, a few fields of practice that they might be interested in, um, and then they turn that application into our wonderful BSW field coordinator, Katie Shirley, and she uh, is the one that actually places students. So students aren't required to find their own internship. Uh, Katie works closely with the students and with the application that they've submitted to find an appropriate placement for them. Um, something else that comes up, at least on the advising end, is adding a minor. So some students might know that we don't offer social work as a minor. It is really just the option to get your BSW. That being said, there tends to be room in your academic plan to maybe add a minor with social work. So are there any minors that you see, you know, maybe more commonly from students or things that you think would be a good pairing if a student wants to minor in something? Sure. I think probably the most common minor we see is psychology. Uh, which is a really good fit with social work because you get uh, students get additional information and coursework on mental health and mental illness and those kinds of things. I think um, probably second, the second most popular is criminal justice, and that's really uh, a great fit for students who are interested in working in the criminal justice system um, but want to have a, a, a BSW degree. I think the third one that we're seeing most often now is Spanish, and I, I'm not sure exactly why, but I think that's a wonderful, wonderful minor to have um, in conjunction with your uh, BSW because there's so much need for bilingual uh, services right now. So I think that's probably the one that we're seeing um, up and coming in the last couple of years. Yeah, definitely. I kind of want to echo the, the psychology piece, too. That one tends to be a really good fit because two of the candidacy courses that you're required to take are psychology classes. So you're already applying, you know, two classes toward a minor and your social work research class also comes toward a psychology minor. So um, that one on an advising standpoint is also a very common minor that we see. So thanks for touching on that a little bit. Um, my next question for you is that not a lot of people know that they get a faculty mentor when they're in the social work program. 
Um, I think there's a huge importance when it comes to faculty mentorship. So since you are a faculty mentor, can you talk a little bit about what that role looks like and just the role and importance of faculty mentorship? Sure. Well, the Advising Center does such a wonderful job um, in terms of helping students prepare for the social work uh, program and helping them get their prereqs done and um, keeping them on track with their schedule. Um, so uh, that's been a wonderful thing uh, for the, the BSW program. Once students are in the program, not that they're not connected with the Advising Center any longer, uh, but we want to offer additional support to students once they're part of our uh, BSW program. So every student is assigned um, a BSW uh, faculty mentor. And these are full-time faculty members in the School of Social Work uh, who uh, are just available to students to talk about things like um, what are fields of practice that I might be interested in? What are some things about social work that might be helpful for me to know right now or that I can explore? Uh, we're available for students who are starting to think about a master's degree in social work um, and perhaps talking through some of the um, options for that, full-time, part-time, where do I want to go, um, what does that mean, and how will that help me as a social worker if I do get a master's degree. Um, we're also available to help students uh, get more connected uh, in the university and uh, especially in the School of Social Work. Um, we want students to feel at home and to feel part of the community in the School of Social Work, and uh, the faculty mentor is someone that can help uh, with that as well. You typically hear from your faculty mentor um, at the beginning of each semester. Uh, they reach out and say, hi, I'm your mentor. Feel free to reach out at any time. Um, and then we encourage students to, to um, email or uh, make an appointment with their faculty mentor if there's anything um, that they'd like to talk over. Yeah, great. And speaking of faculty, I know um, that the School of Social Work does offer a number of faculty-led study abroad opportunities, and that's something I hear a lot about from students, that they want to study abroad. So um, could you maybe talk through a couple of those reoccurring study abroad faculty-led trips that tend to happen in the School of Social Work and maybe the benefit of doing something like that? Sure. Yeah, after a hiatus uh, with our international um, faculty-led study abroad programs um, because of COVID, we are bringing those back this, this year. Um, we have a strong history in the School of Social Work of um, offering study abroad programs to students. Um, we offer programs uh, to Ireland, to Ghana, and to El Salvador and Guatemala pretty routinely. These are typically, um, these typically take place in the spring or, or summer. Um, they're typically about two weeks long and students can earn three credits. Um, within just two weeks. Um, they travel with a small group and at least one faculty member. Uh, and what a wonderful opportunity for students to um, see the world outside of West Michigan, to understand social work in a different um, country, to uh, have a, a broader, uh, more international perspective on the world and on social work, I think. Um, those are really uh, important things for social workers uh, to do. There's also the, the human being component, that it's uh, wonderful to, to spend time with a group uh, of like-minded folks and learn together. Um, 
and spend time with a faculty member that you can get to know pretty well over a two-week period. Um, so those are uh, coming back this year. I think the application deadline this year is like February 1st, and you can find that information on the School of Social Work website, and there's information there about how to apply and, and so on. Great. Yeah, I know whenever I talk to students, if you know, you have interest in studying abroad, I always say kind of jump on that opportunity. As an advisor standpoint, too, you mentioned three credits, and study abroad can also check off other boxes, too, like your global perspectives, your issues, international relations electives, and so definitely great opportunities for sure. Um, now, I kind of want to transition a little bit into maybe post-bachelor work, and a lot of students tend to have questions about master's degrees and, you know, what's required for that. So, you talked a little bit earlier how sometimes you can just go right into working after getting your BSW. Are there other jobs that require a master's? Um, you know, what types of jobs are those? And, you know, kind of what's the difference there? Sure. Um, when students ask, do I need a master's degree to do social work? The answer to that is typically yes and no. Um, because a lot of it depends on the field that you're interested in. If you're interested in doing things like therapy or counseling or more clinical types of social work, then typically a master's degree is required. Um, but that doesn't mean there's not other opportunities uh, for social workers that are trained as a, as a bachelor's level social worker. They can do things like case management. Um, we see a lot of our undergraduate students working for the Department of Health and Human Services perhaps as a foster care worker or as a um, protective services worker, um, uh, residential crisis counselors, um, those kinds of uh, opportunities are available to, to undergraduate bachelor's level uh, students as well. But as we always tell students, if you're interested in therapy or counseling, it's good to start thinking about um, getting a master's degree. Great. And something that I think is unique about the BSW program, I know I asked you this earlier, but as an outsider is the ability to earn something called advanced standing when it comes to your master's. So would you maybe explain a little bit what the advanced standing piece means and how that could be a benefit for some students? Uh, advanced standing is, is, a, is a wonderful benefit. Um, what that means is if you are uh, a student who has graduated from uh, a BSW program that's accredited by um, the Council on Social Work Education, which Grand Valleys is, that you can apply uh, for advanced standing uh, master's degree work. What that means is that students are exempt from about 19 hours of foundation courses, um, and that means uh, less time and less money um, in a social work program. Um, the remaining credits, I think, are 41 that a student would need to get, as opposed to regular standing, which is 60 credits. So there's a pretty big savings there in terms of um, the money that you need to spend to get your master's degree, as well as the time that it takes. Um, our full-time advanced standing program, students can start uh, in the spring, uh, and then in three semesters, they can have their master's degree completed. So in uh, just over a year, just under a year, we can uh, get students through that program. And we have a lot of students that finish their BSW, and a week later they're starting on their master's degree uh, through our uh, advanced standing full-time program, and a year later they've got their master's degree. So that's been a really 
um, appealing thing to a lot of our students to be able to do that so quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is a, a definite benefit of the BSW program. Um, kind of the last thing that I want to ask about is, you know, beyond the master's degree, if that's the case for some students, kind of just different career paths. I know you talked a little bit about clinical and therapy. Um, so what are some of those most popular paths and are there anything, um, are there any career paths that you would say are maybe more unconventional that somebody might not initially think of when they think of social work too? Mm-hmm. Sure. As I mentioned earlier, I think uh, therapy slash counseling is probably the thing that I hear most often that students want to, to do um, with a, a social work degree. Child welfare uh, is also another big uh, field, and that's often what people think of when they think of social workers uh, working in foster care, protective services. Um, school social work is also a, another um, interesting uh, field for a lot of students. Um, some of our students are interested in working with refugees, some working with uh, veterans, um, some in domestic violence uh, shelters. So there's just a lot of different things that uh, students can uh, um, look for in a, in a social work degree. And one of the things that I often tell my students is the broadness of social work is a blessing and a curse because it's wonderful that if you try a field of practice and you think, hmm, maybe that's just not for me, that there's always another field of practice to look into. But on the other hand, that can be a bit overwhelming as students are starting to think about what am I interested in and how do I know if that's what I'm interested in? And so that's why um, the internship uh, during their senior year is a really helpful piece in terms of trying to figure out, is this field something I'm interested in? Some of the more um, non-traditional, if you will, fields that I, I think about immediately, um, and I, I talk about this in my policy class a lot, um, is that there are um, social workers in elected office is just a wonderful, wonderful uh, opportunity. Um, Rosalind Bliss, the mayor of Grand Rapids, is a social worker. Debbie Stabenow, who's a U.S. senator from Michigan, is a is a social worker. Our own Grand Valley president, uh, President Mantella, is a social worker. And those are perhaps some of the things we don't often think about in terms of what a social worker might do. But think of the, the perspective that a social worker has in terms of um, policy and, and how we treat vulnerable populations and um, kind of moving away from political science and business and lawyer and all of the things that you think of in terms of those that are typically uh, in uh, elected office. Social workers bring um, such a wonderful perspective that's really necessary and needed at the table. And the skills that they u learn in terms of interpersonal communication, community engagement, group dynamics, working within systems are all skills that transfer really well to some of the um, opportunities that might be outside of what you normally think of for a social work uh, position. Yeah, I could not agree more that we need more people with you know the characteristics of a social worker in those types of positions. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, I, I wanna thank you so much for joining me today on the Chechi Podcast. I want to close out by asking you to provide just a piece of advice to maybe some of those students that are considering social work but maybe are afraid to make that jump. 
I guess my best advice would be to reach out to uh, myself or even to Laura in the in the counseling or the advising office, and uh, talk that through. Um, uh, Tell us what you're thinking, uh, what you're hoping for, what your fears or concerns might be in terms of choosing uh, social work as a, uh, as a degree. And we're certainly helpful, wanting to be helpful to you in making decisions about choosing social work. Um, certainly we all came to um, our work as social workers uh, from different paths. Uh, different things drove us to choose social work. Uh, but I don't know a lot of uh, social workers who regret um, the degree that they choose. And so I guess my best advice is to reach out, um, find someone, myself included, that can help you kind of talk through and work through some of the things you're thinking about in terms of what might be helpful as you're making decisions that impact the rest of your life. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for that. And thank you to everybody out there listening. Um, please feel free to follow our office on the social medias to keep up with what's happening, um, both in the office and for future episodes of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at CECI Advising, TikTok at CECI Advisor, and on Facebook at the CECI Undergraduate Advising Center. I must end the episode with our traditional chechi cheesy quote, which is, all we can do is the best we can do. Thank you.